Welcome to B2B Writing Success, the podcast on building a thriving business as a business-to-business writer or copywriter. B2B Writing Success is brought to you by American Writers and Artists, Inc. Now here's your host, copywriting expert and business coach, Steve Slonwhite. Hello, fellow B2B writers and copywriters. Hope you had a great week with your business. This week, I want to talk about writing to multiple audiences. Let me begin by telling you a story that has no obvious relationship to copywriting, but there is a connection, so bear with me. One of my favorite shows is shows that feature a contractor named Mike Holmes. He has a number of shows on the home improvement networks, and his thing, his shtick, is that he will go into a home where there's something wrong, where the basement is leaking or the roof is leaking or the floors are creaking, and he'll make it right. In fact, make it right is his moniker. It's his catchphrase that he's uh, popularized. And he'll go in, and if it's a creaky floor, he'll tear up that entire floor right down to the floor joists, and he'll point out the problem, and he'll say, this is what's wrong, and he'll completely rebuild the floor so it doesn't uh, creak anymore. Uh, And that's his thing. And he's very successful, and I really enjoy that show. Uh, It's a lot of fun, and I kind of like his attitude of, of making it right. But, you know, one time I was talking to a contractor, a very good contractor, who was doing some work in our house. And he had a slightly different opinion of Mike Holmes. He also liked Mike Holmes. He also admired Mike Holmes. But he said, you know what? Some of the things that he does on his TV show, this contractor told me, is a little unrealistic. And he gave me an example. He said, you know, one of the shows that Mike Holmes had was a couple who had a leaking basement. And Mike Holmes came in with a backhoe and completely, completely dug up the side yard so he can expose the, uh, the outside of the basement wall. They dug right down to below the foundation. They put up a waterproofing membrane along one side of the house completely, filled it all back in. It was like a $10,000 job to fix this one leak in the basement. And the contractor that was talking to me about it said, you know what, that's really unrealistic. If someone has a leak in their basement, they don't want to spend ten, fifteen thousand dollars to have you come in and do this major renovation and tearing up their yard in order to fix it. They want you to do some sort of minor project that fixes the problem. They want you to plug the hole or do something like that to fix it. They don't want to do an entire renovation and do an entire rebuild of the one side of their house just to fix the a leak. And he said most contractors have to make a compromise where they are having to fix a problem. And sure, they would love to tear down the room and rebuild it so it's done right, but they don't have that option. They have to work with what they've got and and fix uh, the problem as, as best they can. And that's the real world of contracting. Now, what does this have to do with copywriting? Well, as copywriters, we're also kind of contractors. We go in and we look at a problem and we build things and we fix things. We write marketing materials. We fix marketing materials. And we run into the same situation. I remember one time, one of my very first copywriting projects was for a company that sold a program to companies, a consulting program. And when I asked them who the target audience was, 
for their program. They said, well, we actually have two target audiences. We uh, have business owners, and then we also have human resource directors of larger companies. So they told me that the direct mail piece might go to a business owner or it might go to the human resources director. And as a, as a good copywriter at that time, I, uh, I recommended that they have two direct mail pieces. I said, you really need to divide this into two. Uh, for the business owners on your list, you need to send a separate direct mail piece that speaks directly to business owners. And for the human resources managers, you need to have a, sec a, a second direct mail piece that speaks directly to them, that uses their language, because they're not the same type of buyers. Business buyers will respond differently to the different features and benefits of a program than human resource directors. They're two diff very different audiences, and you need to have a separate direct mail piece to address them both effectively so you can persuade them and build up some sales. And my client said, well, you know what? That's the ideal. I mean, it'd be great if we can do that, but our budget doesn't allow it. We can only send one direct mail piece to this list of prospects. And the list of prospects includes a mixture of human resource directors and business owners. That's the reality of our situation. And we need a direct mail piece to address both. So what I was giving them was the Mike Holmes solution. Let's, let's uh, create a perfect solution, build a second direct mail piece, target both audiences effectively. But there are constraints, and the constraints in budget, constraints in time. And my client just couldn't do that. They wanted me to do the best job I could with what I had available, which is a chance to write one direct mail letter, hopefully to persuade two very different audiences. And this is a very common problem that business-to-business -business copywriters and content writers, too, come up against all the time, is they're writing a single marketing piece, but it needs to address more than one audience. It needs to address two or sometimes even three audiences. So how do you do that? How, how do you write copy that can still be effective, but that addresses more than one audience? Let me give you another example of something I run into recently. I was doing some training for a law school, the continuing education section of a law school, where they provide workshops and programs to lawyers. And they had one program where they were writing brochures and writing landing pages and emails in order to target lawyers to come into this program but they also were targeting teachers to come into the program. So two very different audiences, teachers and lawyers. And of course, I said, it's better if you have two marketing pieces, but the reality was they just couldn't do that. They couldn't have two landing pages. They didn't know how to separate their list effectively. So I taught them some strategies on how to write to multiple audiences with the same marketing piece. So let me give you some ideas on how to do that, because you're going to run into that if you haven't already, where you're going to have to uh, target two sometimes very different audiences with a B2B marketing piece that you're writing. 
Now, before I give you these tips, one caveat is that it is always better with a single marketing piece to have a single target audience. Because if you have just one target audience, then you can really craft your promotion, craft your copy and content to really hone in and address their unique pain points, their unique problems, their unique opportunities. You can speak their language. Everything comes so much easier and more effective when your marketing piece has just one audience. So always recommend that to clients and always let clients know. But you're going to have a lot of clients that are going to need you to compromise and write a piece that addresses two audiences. So let me give you some tips on how to do that. First of all, just some guidelines. Never make the secondary audience feel like second-class citizens. So let's say you're writing a brochure for a training program, and let's say the audience is mainly lawyers, but you may attract some teachers as well. Again, two very different audiences. Don't let the teachers feel like second-class citizens in the promotion. Don't have the, your promotion be all about lawyers and, and uh, targeting lawyers and that. And just have a small little mention on the side about, oh, if you're a teacher, this is good for you too. Okay, that's not going to work well. You're going to pretty much turn off the teacher market entirely. So when you have, when you're writing the two audiences, uh, if you're writing a brochure targeting two audiences, if you're writing a landing page or a website targeting two audiences, Often there is a primary audience and a secondary audience. Don't make that secondary audience feel like second-class prospects. Feel unimportant. Make them feel very important. Okay? And here's another technique or another guideline. Don't generalize your copy to try to accommodate all types of prospects. That's a big mistake that copywriters do when they're writing a brochure or a landing page or an email that's targeting two or three very different audiences is that they take a step back from being specific and they just generalize the benefits. They just provide a general presentation of the product and benefits without appealing at all or much at all to individual prospects' needs and wants and challenges and beliefs. They'd be very general and vague. That's a big mistake. You can't do that either, okay? Because if you do that either, then if you do that, then your marketing piece isn't going to be very effective. It's just going to be too general, too vague, and it's trying to appeal to everyone. It's not going to work very well either. So let me give you a couple of specific techniques on how to do this. One technique is what I call the point technique. And that's where you in your brochure or in your website or in the email campaign that you're writing, uh, you, in a way, point to a target audience, to one target audience, say something to them, and then point to another target audience and say something to them. Let's say, for example, you're in a room and there's a teacher sitting on one side of the room and a lawyer sitting on the other, and you're trying to present some information about a product and appeal to them both. You might point to the teacher and say, hey, as a teacher, you really love this product because, 
blah, 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 blah. And then you'll immediately point over to the lawyer and say, oh, by the way, as a lawyer, you're going to really appreciate these features about this product, blah, blah, blah. You would kind of do that. You would kind of go back and forth, wouldn't you? Talk to the teacher, talk to the lawyer, you know, point out things that are specifically interested, uh, interesting to them. Well, that's the way this technique works when you're writing copy. You can do that in your, in your copy. You can, uh, you can actually use the words, as a teacher, you'll appreciate that you'll be able to do, and then you insert a benefit. Or as a teacher, one of the features that is going to be very helpful to you is, and then write about that feature. So you can actually say that, and then in the next paragraph, you can say, as a lawyer, you can blah, blah, blah. Or as a lawyer, you, you face these challenges, and here's how the product will solve them for you. So you can kind of go back and forth in your copy using this point technique, pointing to the teacher in some of the paragraphs, pointing to the lawyer in other parts of the paragraph, or, or in other paragraphs. That can work very, very effectively. I call that the point technique. Another technique is called the bullet technique. And here's how that works, is you make a list of bullets focused on the benefits and then have each bullet unique to a specific type of prospect. So your first bullet could be unique to lawyers, and then your second bullet is unique to teachers, and the third bullet is unique to lawyers, and so on like that. So you can have a bullet list, but in alternating bullets, you're being very specific to one target audience or the other. Believe it or not, that may sound a little convoluted as I explain it, but when you write those bullets that way, uh, it's, it can be very, very effective. What you're doing is you're essentially creating a benefit buffet where a prospect can look at the bullets and pick or choose those bullets that are most meaningful to him, that appeal to him. So the teacher will uh, find certain bullets important to him and the lawyer will pick out other bullets that are important to her, okay? So if you write the bullets that way, uh, that can be another way to, be, uh, to write effectively to uh, two different target audiences using the same bullet list. Again, sounds a little complex when I'm explaining it to you on this podcast, but when you write bullets that way, it can be very effective. And the final technique that works very well is what I call the text box technique. And let's say, and this works very well, by the way, if you have a primary audience, but then you have a much smaller secondary audience. So let's say the lawyers are the big primary audience and the teachers are very important because you don't want to make them feel like second class prospects, but they're secondary uh, in importance. You're not going to get as many teachers in the program or teachers buying the product. What you can do is create a text box literally a text box within your landing page or in your brochure, whatever marketing piece you're writing. And then as a headline, you can have note to teachers or perhaps attention teachers. And then have a couple of paragraphs where you're speaking directly to them. So most of the promotion will be directed at lawyers, but to make the teachers feel important, so they don't feel like second-class prospects, and to speak directly to them, you have a special text box that speaks directly to them. 
That technique can work really, really well. In fact, in a direct mail piece I did not too long ago that I rewrote, it was written by uh, someone else inside my client's company, they struggled with that problem of appealing to two target audiences. And I rewrote the direct mail piece. And the major change I made is I put uh, some copy focused on their secondary market in a text box. And that worked beautifully and boosted response. So it's a very effective technique that can work well. So those are three techniques for uh, writing to multiple audiences. The point technique where you're pointing certain sections of your copy to one type of prospect or the other. The bullet technique, where you're making a bullet buffet. And the text box technique. Those techniques can work very well in handling this issue of writing to two or more target audiences in the same marketing piece. It's still a challenge. I'm not going to lie to you. It's still a challenge uh, writing copy that appeals to two two or three different audiences, especially if, if the audiences are as different as teachers and lawyers. <laughs> but it's a technique that it can work very well in making your marketing piece that you're writing for your clients um, that much more effective. And let's face it, the more effectively you can write a uh, copy for your clients, the more effective you can make their marketing pieces, the happier they're going to be with you. <laughs> so that's this week's uh, B2B Writing Success Podcast. Hope you found these tips helpful. And if you have any topic suggestions, please send them my way. I'm easy to reach. You simply send an email to stevesalonwhite at gmail.com. I'd be delighted to hear from you. So until next week, have a great week with your B2B writing or copywriting business. We hope you enjoyed this edition of B2B Writing Success with Steve Slonwhite. For more tips on building a thriving B2B writing business, visit www.b2bwritingsuccess.com.